This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.48 a.m. You are listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shaoning and Jen Sun. Now, in his budget 2023 tabling last Friday, Prime Minister Datu Sri Anwar Ibrahim highlighted the rising incidence of online fraud, citing that some 25,000 cases were recorded last year involving losses totaling 850 million ringgit. As part of efforts to combat cyber crimes, the government allocated 10 million ringgit to the National Scam Response Centre. The Prime Minister also announced that Bank Nagara will require all banks to add a kill switch that will let account holders freeze their accounts when suspicious activity is detected. The emphasis on tackling cybercrimes is going to be welcomed by many, especially as more and more Malaysians have fallen into the net. For example, earlier this month, it was reported that over 100 people lost 4.6 million ringgit in an online reward scam that had been running since 2018. What policy measures would help to prevent financial losses resulting from unscrupulous online schemes at both the regulatory and community levels. Joining us on the line to discuss this is Dr. Selva Kumar Manikam, Associate Professor at the at University Science Malaysia. He is also Director of the National Advanced IPv6 Centre and I'm sure, Selva, you can correct me if I said that wrongly. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, um, one would think that the more we become used to digitalizing our lives, we'd also become more adept at managing the pitfalls yet even the most tech-savvy among us can be victims of online scams, are scammers becoming more sophisticated? Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, well, the, the thing is that uh, the, the number of scams has been going uh, up uh, over the years. Uh, and yes, uh, definitely uh, the sophistication uh, uh, of the scams being carried out has, has gone up uh, as the scammers look into new ways into duping, into into tricking uh, victims, into parting uh, their their money and 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 giving away to the to these criminals. Mm. Uh, so they, they have been more sophisticated in their tactics and use more advanced uh, methods to trick people into giving their not just money also their personal details uh, personal data and so on and and this is something what we call social engineering technique uh, where they they use uh, they post as legitimate companies or individuals uh, to gain trust and and manipulate their victims uh, in recent times uh, 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 and you will eventually probably see more sophisticated attacks. I think you probably heard of something called deep fake. Uh, so deep fake scams could become uh, a norm uh, in the coming years where it allows scammers to create convincing videos or audio recordings uh, that appear to be real but actually fake. Uh, scammers can use this technology to create uh, fake video calls or voice messages to trick people uh, into sending money or sharing personal information. Silva, how have online scams evolved across the digital ecosystem? Are they more prevalent on certain types of social media than others? Um, well, uh, I think you, everybody still receives uh, f- uh, phishing emails, right? Uh, so it is surprising that you know the the, the old school uh, scamming technique still works, and quite a number of people still fall victim to phishing emails, uh, scam emails. Uh, f- uh, or scam calls mm. and so on. And that the traditional way of scamming still works, mm. and uh, and there are new ways where scammers are also looking into, you know, taking away your money. Uh, 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 if you, uh, in recent news, you probably have heard that uh, 
uh, scammers can hijack your OTP uh, to actually do fraudulent transactions uh, uh, from your uh, from your bank account. So they get malwares into your uh, mobile device, uh, and this facilitates in in doing all kinds of uh, criminal activity on your device, including stealing your your money and so on. So uh, these are some of the ways where uh, they are looking into new ways into into scamming people. Okay, Selva, the government made spe- specific mention of combating. Uh, online scams in budget 2023 and is instructing banks to provide a kill switch for account holders to minimize loss of funds. Is this an effective mechanism? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, as mentioned by uh, Prime Minister Dr. Sri Anwar Ibrahim, uh, which requires all banks to add a kill switch, which basically lets account holders to freeze their accounts when, uh, you, if you suspect a suspicious activity uh, is uh, is detected. Uh, yeah, I think it is definitely in the right direction. It might help uh, in reducing scam incidences. Uh, but as I mentioned before, scammers and cyber criminals are always... Uh, on the lookout for new ways to carry out their crimes. Mm. Uh, so far, they have been able to evade all cybersecurity measures put in place over the years. Uh, so this is something I always say that you know criminals are not one step ahead of uh, ahead of authority. They are many steps ahead of authorities. You put in a cybersecurity mechanism like the skill switch, they always find new ways to uh, circumvent, to overcome, to mm. to evade this. Uh, and and only time will tell the effectiveness or the efficacy uh, of these measures being. Put, put in. And when I talk about the kill switch, uh, we need to differentiate uh, between fraudulent transaction and scam. Uh, fraudulent transaction is where uh, someone has uh, used uh, an authorized way uh, to transfer money from someone's uh, account without them knowing it. So in that respect, kill switch will be somewhat effective, not entirely effective. Mm. But when we talk about online scam, this is something where users willingly and knowingly uh, transfer the money to someone else, uh, you, you know, such as uh, investment and love scam. So when the user is has done that willingly, uh, kill switch in this case is not very effective. Uh, and most of the time, it's too late by the time mm. you find out that 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 this is actually uh, a scam. So it is a complicated, a very complex issue to be addressed. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I think it all falls back to the users. They have to be aware. They have to be vigilant. They have to be educated. And if they are not uh, careful they will be on the uh, losing end. Okay, but uh, on the flip side, right, Dr. Selva, we have read press reports where individuals say they didn't slate touch any emails, they didn't press any particularly suspicious links, and yet money has been removed from their accounts. Uh, what explains this? And a kill switch that won't help them, right? Because they're not aware of money leaving their account in the first place, right? Yes, uh, I think in this case, even kill switch will will not uh, be helpful, uh, uh, as by the time the transfer happens, uh, it probably transferred to a mule account. Mule account is someone that you, the criminals pay to create a bank account. Uh, it, it it could be a, a, a drug addict or someone uh, on the street, uh, which they use their uh, personal information to carry uh, to create a bank account. The f- money is transferred. 
and and then the the, the fund is siphoned out from the account and the account is closed. Mm. But by the time the kill switch will not be effective uh, to address this issue. Selva, you spoke earlier about how um, regulators and authorities really need to be one step ahead of these cyber criminals. What what do you think should how should they be empowered to do this? You know, what are the gaps in the current system when it comes to addressing or tackling or responding to issues of online scams or online fraud? I think a concerted effort, uh, it has to be a collaboration uh, between various uh, law enforcement agencies like the PDRM, MCMC, uh, National Security Council, and so on, uh, to to build an ecosystem uh, to uh, uh, most foremostly to help increase awareness uh, and promote uh, prevention effort. Uh, they can provide insights into current times, tactics used by scammers. Uh, of course, uh, we see that, but uh, uh, that this is being done. But it has to be more aggressively done, and has to be uh, pushed into all levels of society. For example, uh, embedding uh, scam awareness into into schools as part of the education system, embedding it as part of uh, policies in companies uh, where training is carried out on a uh, on a regular basis to update uh, what's uh, what are the new techniques, uh, new approaches scammer use uh, to to uh, carry out scams, mm-hmm. and also uh, I think the the government should also look into how to leverage on technologies such as artificial intelligence, big data to actually analyze, look for patterns, behaviors that could be con- could be you know flagged as uh, fraudulent activity or a potential crime. To, to to alert the users and the and the authorities of uh, impending uh, scam or, or, or mm. fraud. Salva, the government is also looking to amend the Personal Data Protection Act 2012 to be more in line with the present. What would you like to see included in these amendments? Okay, uh, I think this is something I've uh, reiterated uh, many times uh, that PDPA is a, is is a dinosaur. Uh, so it is not in line with what the current cyberspace uh, is. So in PDPA, uh, I I think um, the government should emphasize putting more protection for uh, uh, Malaysian uh, uh, digital data and and, uh, come up with a stringent uh, uh, rule for those service providers that manage uh, our personal data and and in the case of data breach and data leak uh, they are made more accountable mm. uh, on uh, on on uh, as they are entrusted to to uh, as the guardian of our personal data so these are the least uh, requirement i would like to see in pdpa right. uh, in the reverse version Selva, thank you so much for speaking with us. That was Dr. Selva Kumar Manikam, Associate Professor at University of Science Malaysia, weighing in on efforts that would help address cybercrime in the country that's on the rise. A lot there to take note, but mm. most important, we also need to play our role and uh, just keep an eye out and, not, and try not to be so gullible, I guess. Yeah, and uh, when it comes to PDPA... I hope the government is involved in too. Because right. they're exempted from it at this moment, right? Indeed. 7.59am, we are heading into the 8am news bulletin. And uh, after that, on the breakfast grill, Chong Jensen will be speaking to Jeffrey Chu, CEO of Paramount Corporation, Burhad. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.